0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris W.
1: And I'm Chelsea.
2: And I'm Chris P.
0: And today we have the NFL starting so soon in like 24 hours from when we're recording. So we got a lot to take on today. But first, I just want to ask my two fellow guests and hosts and wonderful people that you are. How's it going?
1: Going good. Going good. This week should be fun. Can't wait for the start of football. Can't wait to watch the Lions hopefully be competitive on offense tomorrow, on Thursday. And uh, can't wait to watch Anthony Richardson's first game. And uh, can't wait to watch Bryce Young's first game. So, I mean, lots to look forward to.
2: All right. I can't wait. If you can't see me and you're listening to this right now. I'm wearing my Chiefs jersey right now. Good old Patrick Mahomes putting on that good luck for tomorrow's game. I understand we have a few injured players on our roster, but we should make it out. Yeah.
1: Hey, you're the Chiefs. It'll probably work out.
0: Andy Reid will find some dumb play to work for something, and it'll be great. Um, Okay. Well, actually, do you guys want to dive a little bit into that game? What are our predictions? What do we think is going to happen tomorrow here?
1: You talking score predictions?
0: Sure. Yeah, let's get a score prediction.
1: Um I mean, I think that the Chiefs are going to win, but I think that the, that the Lions will put up a decent showing on offense. I mean, they were fire on offense the last half of last season. Um so, I'd be surprised if that doesn't carry into the first half of this season at least a little bit. Like I don't expect them to drop 3 points and like that be it. So, but I mean, I don't expect them to win, but I could see them dropping. I mean, 20 plus points, especially against a defense that doesn't have Chris Jones right now. So, I mean, I don't know. I'll go
0: 31-24. Okay. 31-24 Chiefs?
2: Yes, Chiefs.
0: Okay. Chris, what do, what about you? What do you think? Score prediction.
2: Man, it is hard to think about that you have a great offense a great now he's he doesn't have all his best wide receivers they're basically rookie receivers besides um this is scantling and Marquez scantling i believe and then yes i believe sky Moore, who is potentially could be injured depending on tomorrow's roster so you have a lot of wide receivers that are technically have some sort of experience i'm gonna put the score detroit lions i think the detroit lions will be 21 to 28 the chiefs to win wow 21 28. choosing the
1: lions nice
2: no he said chiefs no i said won. the oh. chiefs
0: oh i heard <laughs> lions at the lions. end i was like
1: wow that's bold i expected more of a reaction from us for that yes chiefs i concur But again, like you're saying, closer than people might be expecting if they didn't really follow much about the Lions last year, which to be fair, I was born in 1998. The Lions have literally been terrible my whole life, except for like one year, which was last year. So can't really blame the public for not really following them that closely when they've just been terrible for decades. So Mm -hmm. what about you, Chris? What do you think?
0: All right, so I think that you know what I I believe. I think the Lions can do it. It is going wow. to be a very tough game, but I'm going to say they win this 33 to 30 somehow. The, game I winner? know they're they're in Kansas City and I know it's tough, but look, we've been hyping up the Lions. If they are going like the whole NFL media has been hyping up the Lions since the end of last year. They've been like the Lions officially they have a chance to be competitive. This is their chance now. So I think they need to make a statement game one and win in Kansas City. Beat the defending Super Bowl chance for your first game. And so. But is it
1: going to be a walk off field
0: goal? I, I think it might have to be. Mm. I think. I think. Bold. It, or, I, I don't see Mahomes getting blown out week one unless he just hasn't practiced all offseason and is running the, I'm going to do the, I'm not going to practice all off-season and see what happens challenge, which, okay, I'm not going to lie, would be kind of funny if he had, like, some content behind that. Um, Great <laughs> be like, podcast uh, content we, right there. We, we were talking about Mr. Beast before this. and would be like, I didn't practice the whole off-season and then started game one of the NFL season. How did it go? I would honestly love to see a QB try that. They'd probably die out there. but
1: Probably, and get Mega but, in trouble from everyone. But But for content, for the views,
0: (laughs) for the views, you know, Um, but I think that the Lions can do it. Mm -hmm.
1: So you said, was it 34, 31,
0: 33 to 30,
1: 33 to 30. All right. That's bold. Well, listener, let us know who do you think is going to win the game? I really actually do anticipate it being entertaining. And if it isn't, I will be surprised. In in all seriousness, just because of how good their offense was the last half of the year. And I mean, they have Jamar Gibbs now, who's pretty good, and they added some pieces to their defense. So um, I think that they have potentiality to be even better than they were last year. But let's go ahead and dive into some of the biggest headlines that we think are you know of the utmost importance for this first game of the season. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it off. Um, The one that I'm following the closest is Travis Kelsey's knee injury. Now, I'm assuming that if you follow NFL football relatively closely that you saw the reports that came out about how he hyperextended his knee on Tuesday in practice. Currently, he's listed as questionable for Thursday's game. Um, Apparently, he has inflammation along with his knee currently being hyperextended. They did do the required testing on his knee to make sure that his ACL was intact. And according to a source who told Adam Schefter at ESPN, it was intact. So it doesn't sound like a particularly serious injury. But at the same time, you don't really need a particularly serious injury to miss a game, let alone the first game of the season. So according to his brother, Jason, Jason Kelsey, uh, center of the Eagles as we all know. He has some swelling going on, but according to Sky Moore, he did exit the field under his own power after the injury occurred. So, it doesn't sound like this would not be the kind of injury that we would be freaking out over during the regular season. Right? Cuz like stuff like this happens all the time. People get sprains, people hyperextend things. They just play through it. It's part of it. It's kind of a commonplace behavior. But the only reason it's getting so much attention right now is, well, number one, because he's Travis Kelsey, number two, because it's the first game of the year. And number three, looking at their receivers, like Chris was saying, I mean, they made it work last year, and it's not to say that they can't make it work this year, and it's not to say that they are not talented, but let's be honest, Kelsey runs that passing offense. Like, he is basically wide receiver one. So... Even if Kelsey plays, he's probably not going to be 100%, right? He's not going to heal up from an a hyperextended knee in two days, right? So the probability he may have limited snaps, I don't know. This is just me um, conjecturing right now. He may have limited snaps. I mean, he probably isn't going to be able to run at his full speed he might not be able to jump as high. I mean, you know, there are a variety of things that can stem from knee injuries like this. So let me pose a question to you, Chris and Chris. Who do you think steps up in this offense if Kelsey plays but is not 100%? Or if Kelsey doesn't play at all? Because that offense looks vastly different without him, if we're being
2: honest.
0: Well, Chris, you're the, you're the Chiefs fan here. So who who's the man stepping up here without Travis Kelsey?
2: Well, you have to understand who throws the ball on the Chiefs. Who is the general on on the field? We'll just we'll just put that there, because yes, Travis Kelce, like he is an amazing player, amazing tight end, like he helps with the offense. Don't get me wrong, but when Patrick Mahomes, he has multiple weapons. Like they just uh uh drafted Rashid Rice. Um, he's right. He's the second back. Of the wide receiver. I think he has potential for taking the place of being the second wide receiver um, if Marquez uh, Valdez Gantling literally gets injured. Um, they have Sky Moore, who played in the Super Bowl last year. They have Kadarius Tony. He looked amazing on the Super Bowl. He loves to play with Patrick Mahomes. They have that connection. And then you have, have to remember they have Isaiah Pacheco. They have Jerick McKinnon, who they throw to all the time. So with that being said, I think really Jarek McKinnon will be a play in the role of passing it out, getting those runs, short passes. Um, Isaac Pacheco will hammer it down the middle. And Kadarius Toney, um, he'll show off his hands and be able to show off like I am the number one wide receiver. Um, I think big things are going to happen with Sky Moore. Um, he was a rookie last year, played great. Uh, can't really expect much from from last year going off with of Super Bowl to now how it is now. So all I really am concerned is the depth in their offensive line. They're missing Orlando Brown. They're missing a few key pieces. So Mahomes might have to run out of the pocket, have to run a little bit. But really, I think the two people that are going to step up is Patrick Mahomes. He has to play really well and really um, uh, Kadaris Tony for Pacheco. Those are the two big people that I I believe will step up and show I'm here. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I say all that I say under the assumption that we all know that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes could get a bunch of guys off the street and win a Super Bowl. Okay, maybe that's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. Like, he can elevate... The play of anyone around him, whether or not they're an undrafted rookie or a seasoned professional, it doesn't matter. So just bear that in mind with my comments. Like, I think they'll still win, even if Kelsey doesn't play like he could not play at all. And I think that they'll win. Um, But I do agree. I think that. um the, the players that you mentioned are probably going to have to be the ones who step up. And it's going to be interesting to see how their O-line fares, considering, I mean, we remember some of the games in the past couple of years where Patrick Mahomes did not fare too well with that offensive line. And that's the last thing that you want to happen to your quarterback the first game of the season. So it'll be interesting how it pans out. But regardless, I think that they'll still win. But it could have impact down the stretch as the season goes on. So we'll just see. Uh, Chris Wiles, what do you think? Who do you think is going to have to step up if Kelsey isn't not 100%? Um
0: well, first of all, I just want to shout out the random fact that um the Chiefs do have Lamar Jackson playing at corner. Um so the interest- most
1: important Lamar Jackson. I yeah, might. The add.
0: most important one. I mean yeah. that, uh, his name is Lamar Jackson anyways. Just thought that was funny. Um so I think that for um, the Chiefs I do think one key component could be MVS Um, I think that I mean he's a veteran you know he's got to play with Aaron Rodgers before and while he may not be a star studded receiver or something like that I think he's a reliable guy that I could actually see contributing quite a lot to this offense Um, but I I kind of agree and I kind of think that with this right i'm not saying that um patrick mahomes doesn't need any weapons or that you know all of that but i think that similar to brady he can he makes people just much better around him um now obviously people like travis kelsey or tyreek hill but when he was with him obviously those two guys are just studs you know even before he was there but i really think that um I think Mahomes is going to make the or help these guys elevate their game. He's going to teach them things and um, help them figure out ways to get the ball in the end zone. So they may not be amazing, they may no, none of them will probably be Tyreek Hill, but they don't have to be to win as we've seen before.
1: That's true. Good point. Well, let's go ahead and transition into our second biggest headline: uh, Chris Jones and his holdout. So, take it away.
2: Yeah, Chris Jones. I mean, from one Travis Kelsey getting injured to Chris Jones now holding out, it's not much of a surprise since you know salaries. People from running backs are wanting more money to from Jonathan Taylor to now Chris Jones wanting more. Um, to put in perspective. Right now, the highest-paid defensive tackle, right now, is Aaron Donald, and that's no surprise there. Uh, he leads in sacks, I believe, last year, or he has been had crazy stat, uh, stats these past couple of years. And so, with that being said, he's getting thirty-one million dollars um, per year. To second right now is Quinnen Williams, twenty-four million dollars per year. Jeffrey Simmons, um, at twenty-three. million dollars so he they're not he's not even top three um as defensive tackles and chris jones right now is being paid 20 mil which in our daily lives that's a lot of money for one year right but you have to understand chris jones he's coming off of a super bowl wins been on this team ever since the first super bowl to now where to the second super bowl so you got to pay the man like i understand like like we're coming off Super Bowl. We're trying to figure out all our rookie players. Got to pay people, but Chris Jones. We don't have Frank Clark, who was taking a lot of a chunk of that money. He's gone, and now we have Chris Jones. And for him to hold out, yes, to me, it is a big distraction. It is a big distraction because you're telling your guys, "Hey, you're going out there without one of the best players out there," and you're basically people are comparing you to Chris Jones and. Chris Jones added um, on an interview, he just added that he fell out. Holding out was less distracting to teammates than a hold-in, which is one reason why he stayed away. So he's staying away from practicing. He's staying away saying, hey, just pay me. Um, He also says, just like when you're at a job, um, you ask for an extension, right? And you ask for a raise, right? You're not letting anyone down, Jones says, "Um, but who are you letting down for asking your boss for a raise, right? So when you're taking the personal feelings out of it, all I'm doing is asking for a raise. And don't get me wrong. We're all here. We all need some money. We all need some cash in the pocket. And coming back with his track record and and helping out the defense, just pay the man at this point. he He's proven his worth throughout the years. He's shown that he, he provides that sort of pressure on the quarterback. And it's going to show tomorrow's game, to be honest. Um, we're putting in dudes that are that have sat back and watched chris jones destroy the competition and now they're out there trying to compare themselves to chris jones so right now it's going to be a struggle on defense uh it's going to be a high scoring game i believe and it's going it's going to be interesting but that's my take i think it'll be interesting what do you what do y'all think
1: I mean, I agree with you. I think Chris Jones is definitely one of the best defensive tackles, and I do think that he deserves to get paid. Um, Not that he's making chump change right now. I mean, $20 million a year is still pretty fire. But in the grand scheme of the market, I mean, it's just like any market that us average people would look at. Like, you know, prices are going to be dependent upon other prices, right? And it's the same thing with contracts in the NFL. It's just a commonplace occurrence. Um, But yeah, I mean, I totally think that he's worth it. I think that he's the cornerstone of their defense. And if they lose him, their defense looks a whole lot different. When they had all of that turnover a couple of years ago, um, when they lost a bunch of people to free agency and all kinds of stuff, you know who stayed? Chris Jones. You know who didn't say anything about what he was getting paid? Chris Jones. You know who dominated the next year because he stayed? Chris Jones. So Chris Jones has paid his dues being here. And I do think that he deserves to get paid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the guy is a big-time cornerstone for the Chiefs defense. He's a guy that they need. I mean, he is their guy on defense. The Chiefs have not been known for their defense throughout the years, but they have been known for Chris Jones. So I'm not really seeing where... The problem I see here is that what leverage does Kansas City really have in this? Like, what leverage does the team have over Chris Jones to not pay him? Honestly, if they don't pay him, they're just saying you know what we don't need a defense to win we just need offense which is just not true you need stops eventually you need guys like Chris Jones to make plays and so I don't really see where where the Chiefs feel like they have leverage in this deal because it's not like they're going out signing a bunch of defensive studs it's not like they're thinking oh we'll be okay we have star corners or star this so I don't know it's I don't think they have a terrible defense. They're normally not a terrible defense, but I'm just, it's just confusing and doesn't really make much sense. And also it's like, why are we still handling this now? Like this stuff should have been handled months ago. Like, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Like I said, I i think that Chris Jones deserves to get paid. Um, Now, I don't think Chris Jones is better than Aaron Donald. So if he gets paid more than Aaron Donald, I don't agree because I think Aaron Donald is better. But anything less than that, I think, is arguable. So I think that he deserves it. And I think that him holding out is going to impact the Chiefs perhaps more than their coaching currently suspects. Um, Because let's be honest, the guys that they are running out there in uh, lack of him are not Chris Jones. So we will definitely see how it ends up going. Um, Based on all of our score predictions, it sounds like we all think it'll be a blowout anyway. um, Lots of scoring, lots of offense, and not too much defense. So him not being there is a huge contributing factor to that. So continuing, Chris W, let's continue on with what your biggest headline for tomorrow's game is.
0: So I think some, well, I don't really think this has to do with the game itself, but I just think it's one of the biggest headlines currently with, um, with what's going on with everything. Um, I think that, hmm, well, I guess, so this whole deal, right. With um, Nick Bosa today, right. Um, he got signed to a huge contract, um, I guess the question I have is though, like how is that going to impact all the other defensive ends in the league or defensive players as a whole? He is Nick Bosa is now the all time um highest paid defensive end in football. Um or sorry, just defensive player ever. He's Being paid the most of anybody. So, I guess it kind of makes you wonder like, are are guys like on this team, like the Chiefs or like Chris Jones looking at that and being like, hey, he got paid. Um, I want to get paid. Are people on the Lions looking at that like, hey, I want to make that kind of money? You know, are who, where, what is this going to look like? You know, now for obviously someone like Nick Bosa, he had 18 and a half sacks this past year, led the league by far. I mean, and man deserves it. But it's like, where's that going to go? I mean, you're seeing it like with even Brian Burns for the Panthers right now. He's sitting out and the Panthers desperately need a guy like him to be out there week one and every week. Um, so I guess that just makes you wonder, like beyond even this first game, right? Like if these teams are really having trouble just getting these deals done, I mean, I wonder how that's going impact, to impact these teams.
1: Yeah and I mean I think in response to this uh, relating it back to the the Lions Chiefs game I think that Chris Jones is going to look at this and probably have some feelings about it. Now, you know, let's go ahead and get out of the way that they're different positions, right? They have different skill sets, they do different things. Um some of the same stuff they do well, but at the end of the day they aren't the same position so I don't think that you can compare perfectly between him and Chris Jones. However, I think Chris Jones is looking at that and looking at his um, person that he's talking with and saying, "Hey, Mister Agent, this is what I want. I know that it's a different position, but this kind of money, with this amount of money that he's guaranteeing, um, like per year, like I want something like this. I want guaranteed money. So, absolutely, I think that he is looking at this and and probably feeling some feelings about it." I also was thinking about Aiden Hutchinson, right? The Lions took him not too long ago. Aiden Hutchinson is still on his rookie deal, right? But as we're seeing with other positions across the league, such as Jonathan Taylor, still having a year left of his rookie deal, already requesting an extension with a year left after he was injured last year. So Aiden Hutchinson is probably looking at this and going, hey, I know I'm not Nick Bosa, but I'm a young, healthy, extremely talented defensive end on my rookie contract when I have a year left, I want to get paid too. So I think that this is going to create shockwaves across the entire league. I mean, you don't become the highest paid player on defense in NFL history for no reason, right? <laughs> you you don't just become that. You people just don't throw money at that. Now, you know, are the 49ers going to be a couple years into the the future thinking to themselves, Wow, we have no money to navigate or do anything at all. Maybe, I don't know. But it goes to say, I think it's going to send shockwaves regardless of if you're a defensive player or not. You're going to know that people have the capacity to pay this kind of money. And that alone is enough for players to keep in their brains in my opinion.
0: And so, and something I want to add with that is that, you know, even beyond tomorrow night's game against against Lions and Chiefs, right? Um, this is gonna go, this is going to be talked about through the whole season. There will be people sitting out for quite a while. Um, there's a lot of different opinions on about uh, whether people should sit out or not. You know, I'm a, a little bit more towards, you know, people should be paid, you know, they're putting their bodies out there on the line. and um, and if they get injured then, and uh, here's another thing. NFL teams do not care about you. The NFL is a league. Unless you are someone like Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, a star star QB, not you can be the stud even at your position. But if you're a stud face of corner, the NFL,
1: that's what you, you have to be.
0: Pretty much, that's the only time they'll really care about you. Other than that, they'll just find someone else. And even with even with the good to star QBs, you know, they'll still try to find somebody else. So, I really can't necessarily blame the players for maybe some of them wanting to wait out um it's hard to um but also i mean yes i do think these teams need their guys um and i'm very interested to see i guess how the sitting out goes i mean look at someone for like jonathan taylor for example uh stud running back but um obviously i think running backs are a little bit different of a conversation yeah because I unfortunately agree. that's just how it is for them right now um but this is just something that's gonna go down affecting the rest of the year. Um it never you notice something though. This never happens to QBs. QBs don't have to worry about sitting out and all of that. Or it's at least very rare. And it's, it's like, like
1: they're the most valued position on the team or something.
0: Because teams know immediately like whether they want to keep their guy or not. Like that so it shows to me that these teams have the capability to to get these deals done. I mean, you don't see quarterback deals going down. Like Patrick Mahomes' big deal a few years ago for like 10 years for $500 million, something crazy like that, right? You didn't see that getting done a week before the season, a day before the season. You saw that done months in advance. You saw that done with so much time. It was ridiculous. So to me, it shows, look, the teams have the resources and the ability to pay these guys instantly. It's not as hard, as maybe some of them probably want us to believe it is to pay them when they want to pay a guy, they will pay them. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I think. I think teams don't really care about their players that much to be real, um, unless they are a star QB Um, sometimes maybe a star defensive end. Sometimes they'll care about them, but just to be real, um, I'm going to be interested to see if there's a shift in that dynamic for the next coming years. Um, And, you know, honestly, if, if I'm Chris Jones tomorrow, right. For example, of course you don't cheer for your team to lose, but do you almost like in a way think, man, I hope that they need me. You know, I want them to need me because let's say tomorrow, someone for the chiefs comes out and just has some defensive tackle just comes out and has four sacks. Then the chiefs are going to have leverage. So I don't know. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, Chris P, you have any thoughts?
2: A lot. Um, coming, I have to take this in in a way of like the background of business. You know, these owners—they're capped at a cap limit. They don't have. They don't can't spend a billion dollars all at once. Everyone has a budget. You know, and is willing to say, how much can we budget for this? Yes, Nick Bosa, he's a young player. He has great stats, don't get me wrong. But the thing is, they're not paying McCaffrey the bank. You don't see him asking, hey, I threw the um, the ball as a quarterback in the Super Bowl, not in the Super Bowl, but in the playoff. I'm helping your team out a lot. Why don't you pay me? Well, he is Obviously, getting a big
0: contract already, though.
2: Yes, from but fantasy. he's not sitting out and holding out and saying, "Hey, pay me more." Because like, they
0: got his deal done months before the season started, though.
2: Correct. But just like Jonathan Taylor, he's sitting out on his rookie and saying, "Hey, you you're paying just like the instance. Why aren't you paying me more? The the every year it keeps going up. Why aren't you updating it? And that's the thing. Um, there's a price market." uh quarterbacks there once you find your franchise quarterback you're gonna pay him the bank because you do not want them to leave or you don't even want them to be touched really and really don't get me wrong chris jones he's 29 years old if you're paying in the bank i've seen people pay people the bank and they are terrible next couple years and just because just because they're holding out that also doesn't help their leverage in a way because if they don't pay them, they're making, they're getting fines. They're not, they're not really getting paid very much. They're not playing. They're just watching and saying, Hey, pay me more money. Why should they? Honestly, why should, and that's the thing, Chris Jones is is business. You know, Uh, I don't expect when I go leave here, go to work. If I don't go to work, I'm not getting paid. Sorry to say that. I might get fired the next day. That's the worst thing. And with Chris Jones, he can sit out. Yes, he can sit out and and sit on there. But he's accruing fines. He's accruing that he doesn't he doesn't have good sportsmanship. Really, it doesn't show good behavior. We have seen Le'Veon Bell who sat out. Where is he right now? He's not in the league. Tell, tell you that. So a mm-hmm. lot of people have sat out and have ruined their careers. I'm going to say that now. Um, it's much better to play say hey can you negotiate with the contract i'm playing really well give me some incentives like if you want me to show you how good i am show me i'll show you i can give give you 5 sacks per game i can show you and if i do that you're upping it and that's something that they need to put in for incentives for older players yeah. miles garrett he's getting older there need to be a sense of plans. Like you want to get paid the highest you have to perform the highest, you know? And I think they're asking too much of owners. I'm going to say that I'm on, I'm more on the half and half. Yes. Players want more money, but the owners, they can only do so much. And the thing is they need to have incentive plans. Kind of like Gronk literally um, he was playing and he needed one more catch to get a million dollar incentive. Right. And he went out there, caught it. And he got a million dollars. We need more more of that in there, giving them more chances to be able to like, hey, let me prove to you how much I'm worth and I can show it to you. That's what I believe that needs to happen in a lot of these deals. Doesn't need to happen with quarterbacks, but it needs to happen towards corners, running backs, and really tight ends all the other players because show me, show me what you can do. So that's my stance. Um, Really, that's... The market is hard, unfortunately. It's difficult. Inflation's going up, uh, uh, salaries going up. What more do you want from them? So, so
1: yeah, and I mean those yeah. those are definitely valid points. Go ahead, Chris.
0: Well, something that's interesting, and that uh, you do bring up a good point is what if they just could make things like incentives bigger? You know. Um, because actually you you look here at salary cap or incentives do not go against the salary cap. Um, now that's probably meaning, and you know, if I'm wrong about this, I, I understand, but that probably means that the owners have to pay out of their own pocket, which all of them are billionaires by far. Mm-hmm. So frankly, that really shouldn't be an issue. I mean, actually they already pay coaches, coaches, money all comes from the owner so i mean and you know we can see coaches get who've never had any nfl experience get a 7 year deal for 60 million dollars you know so that rule um but i think that um maybe you're right maybe the bonuses could be bigger maybe that's something they could i really think maybe just the players association and the owners need to figure out a better balance because you know that, to figure out kind of a good middle ground for everybody Um, Maybe rework.
2: Yeah, that's and that's what the point is. Like a lot of these quarterbacks, like Mahomes, have restructured their contract. Mm -hmm. They don't put on the online of like they'll probably go up to like, hey, I know you're going to get two thousand passing yards. You're going to achieve that. We'll pay out of pocket for that, but we need to lower your, your your contract right now to be able to pay these higher players. Don't get me wrong, but that's, that's how a lot of these quarterbacks, a lot of these things are restructuring is because they're putting it more towards incentives and they know they can get there. They're just putting that money and paying people um, under the table so that they can increase to other people's wages. And that's something that I think the NFL NFL will turn a blind eye towards that. Like, okay, you can do incentives towards them, lower their contract. And then we won't say anything. You don't see that a lot in the news saying, Oh, they got incentive. The only one that really popped up was, was when Gronk caught that one catch that got him the incentive of $1 million. But you don't hear that from Aaron Donald, how many sacks or pressures he has, how many assists, like, hate to say that that's how they live sponsorships stuff like that commercials stuff like that and they get mm-hmm. extra money from that i'm sure nick Bosa is not just getting um 175 million dollars uh for five years he's getting other incentives from commercials stuff like that and so they can live off of that but thing is chris jones right now if i was a company looking to be a commercial and trying to give him money i wouldn't because he's not really giving me the good vibe of he's a good player. Yes. But does he have a good attitude? Not really. He's not showing it to his teammates. So as a, as an owner, I wouldn't touch Chris Jones with a 10 foot pole. If he's going to ask me every year, pay me some more. And so I I'm in the middle because you can pay him. I did say pay, you need to pay him, but pay him in different ways.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think that you bring up a lot of good points. I mean, obviously, I don't think any of us think that holding out and not playing is the answer to this, right? Like you sitting out and not playing and not doing what you need to do to stay game ready is not helping anyone. It's not helping you. It's not helping your agent. It's not helping your team. It's not uh, helping your management. And it's not helping your public image either. So no one is going to sit here and say, "Ah, yes, I think that he should hold out because that's the best thing for everyone. Like none of us think that. But I do think that you make a good point. Chris Jones is very good. Don't get me wrong. And he's one of the best at his position. I don't think many people are going to argue that. But he is getting older. And has he regressed? No. But inevitably, that time is going to come. So that may be some of the reservation that the Chiefs have in regards to signing him to a mega contract. Because they sign him to, what, say a five-year deal. Just being hypothetical here. Five-year deal. He makes more... Than Aaron Donald makes. Say he signs five years, $35 million. All right. That then that's entirely reasonable. I mean, if he's asking for more than Aaron Donald is making, it would not surprise me if they just rounded it up to a to a round five and just paid it. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. But say he gets hurt, right? He's out for a year. Say he sustains an injury that's not serious but doesn't go away, right? And it diminishes his production. So, and that's part of the argument with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor was hurt last year, right? He still has a year left of his contract. Prove to us that you can stay healthy and that you can still be elite. We'll pay you. It's, it feels like kind of the same thing here. Yes, he's not injured. Our guy isn't injured. No one is, I mean, as far as I know, he's not injured. But, I mean, he's an essential part of this team. They are going to suffer a lot without him there. But at the same time, it is a business. And as much as that hurts people to say, it is. Like, the NFL is an entertainment business. Like, is it a way for people to make their livelihood? Absolutely. <laughs> Why you, Do you think that undrafted rookies who get invited to training camp and make the roster don't go home in exuberant joy because they made a couple hundred thousand dollars? Like, that's literally their livelihood. So it's not to say that that can't be that too. But at the end of the day, it is a business. Like, that's why quarterbacks have so much power. Remember when Tom Brady was like, hey, I want that guy and that guy? And when Aaron Rodgers was like, I want that guy and that guy and that guy? And then they have the power to say, all right, restructure my contact, contract. Take $10 million off here, $2 million off here, $5 million off here. I'll hit it, whatever. Give it to those guys so I can have them so that our whole team is good. That's what I want. So, and they're probably dealing with that same thing. I mean, they already paid Mahomes, homes, Right. He, he's their, their big guy, right? If you're going to pay anyone, it's going to be the quarterback. I mean, if you pay, if you pour $35 million a year, theoretically, into Chris Jones for five years, you're, you're not going to have much room to navigate in free agency, in trade talks, even with signing draft picks once they're off their rookie deals. You're not going to have much flexibility. So I think that viewing it like a business is essential, but I think at the same time, players do deserve to get paid what they get paid But I do agree with you. You got to be creative. Because if you're out here giving everyone $25 million guaranteed left and right, I mean, that's not going to pan out for well well for you in two, three, four, five years. You're going to be handicapped. Look at the Rams now. (laughs) They have Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. And that's it, basically. Like, they're going to be terrible. And they threw all of the money at everyone, and they got their Super Bowl. And that's what they wanted. And now they're paying the price for it. So... If I'm Chiefs ownership, I probably don't want that. I probably see that and I'm afraid. I'm like, dang, I don't want to be like them and have two good players on my entire team and waste my homes the rest of his career. Like, that doesn't sound like a good plan to me. So I think it's a delicate balance. Like, pay the guy. The guys that deserve to get paid should get paid. Otherwise, they're just going to get paid by someone else. So pay them. But figure out how to do it in a way that doesn't handicap your team for five plus years like we're seeing with the Rams.
2: Yeah, and Chris Jones also is he's holding out a good amount. And really, if we trade him, there's no he's going to want more money somewhere else too. So that that's the only thing. We'll have dead cap if we cut him, and if he doesn't play for half the season. Cause if he doesn't play half the season, what's the point of keeping him? Really, he's just really just taking a roster spot. Let's put someone else that might be a rookie. Let someone from the practice squad replace him because at this point, it doesn't sound like he wants to – he's not cooperative in wanting to find a deal, nor is the Chiefs ownership right now. So I think until tomorrow's game, we'll have to see if they win or if they lose. No matter what, Chris Jones will – his agent will surely – look into some sort of deal as soon as possible.
1: And remember a while back, like a month or so ago, when all that controversy with Jonathan Taylor was going on and that horribly butchered quote from Jim Ursay came out about paying or not paying players and everyone made fun of him because he just sounded like a lunatic, which to be honest, if you read the quote, he kind of did. But basically what he was saying is that players are replaceable. Like, you could have the best quarterback of all time. You could have the best running back of all time. You could have the best defensive end of all time. At the end of the day, you can find someone to replace them. Are you going to get the same production? No. Are you going to get the same chemistry? Probably not. Are you going to have the same impact on your team in intangible ways? Most likely not. But at the end of the day, if you have to replace someone, you can make it work. So him saying that, everyone claimed him for it. But in all actuality, that's kind of what everyone thinks. That's why the running back market is terrible right now. It's not because they don't want to pay their players. It's because they don't want to pay their players so much that it handicaps them for five years. That's what the deal is. That's the delicate balance between being a business owner and recognizing that you want to have success at the same time. And that's why franchises such as the Patriots impress so many people, including myself, for how they navigated things and how they figured it out while having the best quarterback of all time on their team for the vast majority of his career. I mean, people say all the time that Tom Brady played with nobodies at wide receiver, at running back, at tight end. I mean, excluding Gronk, obviously. And I mean, if you look at it, generally speaking, outside of the names that we all know and love, that's kind of true. (laughs) Like, So it's not to say that you can't still make it work because the Patriots did with Belichick and with Brady. And obviously, I don't think like, any franchise in the near future is going to, like, come close to what they did, right? Because the run that they went on was astronomical. But at the same time, they're kind of the ones who proved that you can do it without shelling away money. So we'll just have to see how it works out. But I I would really not want to be the Panthers right now for Brian Burns. They really should have signed him before this news came out because now he's going to want close to the amount... That Nick Bosa made and we all know we love Brian Burns Brian Burns is great he's a young corner son of that defense but he does not deserve Nick Bosa money like let's just be honest so I, I am not in a feeling particularly well if I am Panthers ownership right now but that's a discussion for another day
0: all right good stuff here we got today guys some I think some spicy things in here Um, but yeah, everyone listening, let us know what you think. You know, are you more on the, Hey, business is business, or are you more on the side of pay everybody, you know, um, or maybe not everybody, but pay the players. So I think it's a really interesting conversation with a lot of different places that you can come at it from.
2: And if you have an extra $20 million, you can always give it
0: to me. Amen. Yeah, true. True. You can, you can give it to us and then we'll put it back in the show and then, you know, Yeah. Um, Then we can just ask the players directly if we have that kind of money.
1: You're like, Chris Jones, what do you think about your contract situation right now?
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I think that's pretty much it for what we've got today. Is that right?
1: Yep, that's all we got for today.
0: Okay, so well, I think we'll end it off here. Um, Chelsea, you want to do our outro for us?
1: Yeah, of course. So thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. I'm Chelsea.
0: And I'm Chris W.
2: And I'm Chris B.
1: And we will see you next week. Later.
2: See ya.